Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Welcome everyone to the first episode of Finding the Middle Ground. I am Sharul and I'm here with a dear friend of mine who is probably not a stranger to us all in the Convert Central community. In this short and sweet series, we will discuss about the relationships between Muslims, converts and the society with hadiths and Quranic texts, which may be applicable to all of us. Inshallah, we can apply these hadiths and Quranic texts to how we lead our lives. We hope that both converts and born Muslims can benefit from this short and sweet series. Whether you have been a convert or revert for 10 years, 10 months or even 10 days, at some point, you have gone through a stressful moment in your life trying to explain why you converted, be it to your family, relatives or friends. This topic probably caused you a lot of unwanted and unneeded stress for reverts. Our families and friends are very, very important to us as converts and feeling accepted and understood by them uh, with regards to not just our beliefs but also our practices are essential for our mental emotional health well-being. So in today's episode, uh, what Sharu and myself will discuss will be to find the middle ground with respects to, to converts and their loved ones. And uh, finding the middle ground means that our, our interactions with uh, these groups of people will be guided by Islamic uh, concepts, uh, which is why we decided to share the Hadith and, and the Quranic verses. So inshallah, I'll pass it back to Sharu. Breaking big news to our loved ones tend to bring us on a roller coaster ride. Our loved ones care about us. Apart from the fear of getting us hurt, they fear losing you actually. And they fear that you will actually distance yourself from them and become someone who they do not recognize. You know, as Muslims, perhaps we dress a little different. We eat a little different from all of our other friends from different races and regions. And sometimes this may you know, take some time for them to get used to. Ultimately, they will probably learn to adapt to these things if they feel like they did not lose the closeness and the love that you guys shared between parents and children and friends and family. One of the things that distinguish uh, Muslims with, with non-Muslims is that we truly understand the importance of respecting our family and our parents in Islam. So uh, prior to Islam, uh, of course, you know, no, um, non-Muslims were taught filial piety, but never on the intensity in which you know, uh, Islamic concepts bring into practice. So for example, there are, there are Quranic verses that, that you know, indicated your Allah has decreed that you worship none other than Him and that you be kind to parents. So whether one or both reach both age in your life, do not even say to award a contempt or repel them but to address them in terms of honor. So uh, the gist of this uh, Quran verse is that, you know, uh, right after uh, your big, our biggest decree in life uh, is that to worship Allah, you know, we are taught to be kind to our parents. So that, that shows the kind of uh, importance uh, of respecting parents in Islam, uh, the kind of, uh, you know, and, and even a practical tip is inserted inside this point to say that, you know, when you are unhappy with your parents or when things happen, we don't even uh, have an expression of uh, displeased, uh, you know, we, we don't even show our dis, uh, displeasure to them. So this is the kind of uh, importance we give to parents in Islam and uh, it's something that is very important uh, for someone that is coming into Islam. I totally agree with that. I think like, you know, for some of us, like teenagers especially, whenever our parents actually 
comment us for some of our faults and for you know instilling curfews on us and then sometimes we as teenagers we feel like you know it's just it's just normal for us to be outside it's just normal for us to be mingling around with friends and sometimes we as teenagers we actually don't see the wisdom in it but for our parents they actually have gone through all of these things in their in their in their life when they were teens and you know as young adults and they actually know what's good for us and what harms us so i think for them to actually give us advice we should actually uh, accept it with an open heart instead of you know repelling them and then like saying uh again with all these comments and all that yeah so this actually reminds me of another hadith where prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam actually was asked with regards to what did is the most liked by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he was asked the first time then he said prayer offered on time when he was asked the second time then the reply from him was kindness and respect towards parents when asked the third time he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said jihad for the sake of allah so uh, this hadith can be actually found in uh, bukhari and muslim so i just feel that when he was making the comparison between uh, the number one answer number two answer and number three answer i was actually quite uh, astonished and surprised that you know he puts kindness and respect towards parents as being of a higher degree than jihad for the sake of allah the kind of thing because we as muslims we keep only hearing people saying jihad this jihad that and all that but then we we fail to recognize that actually to attain a high rank in jannah we don't actually have to fight in the name of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, physically if we can't do that we can always be kind and respectful towards our parents and inshallah through his mercy we can actually attain jannah so uh, with regards to jihad there was actually another time during the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam where there was this man who actually wanted to do jihad and actually wanted to pledge his allegiance to uh, prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam however uh, prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam gently discouraged his volunteerism as his parents were still alive and say he told him to perform jihad by taking care of them he sallallahu alaihi wasallam understood the importance of respect and treatment to parents and knew his position in the overall islamic framework the this report and this hadith is actually also found in uh, bukhari and muslim but enough of that so i think we have actually covered much about the relationships between uh, children and parents on the islamic kind of perspective where these are born muslims and having born muslim parents as well how about yourself kevin uh, how is it like for a uh, convert such as yourself trying to deal with non muslim parents well you know uh, coming to uh, converts and and our parents you know of course you know all of us make dua that our parents uh, eventually become a muslims and come to islam but uh, you know when it comes to keeping ties with non muslim parents you know there is no issue with, with there's no conflict in this islamic teaching uh, we, we we strive to maintain good ties with our non muslim parents so actually uh, you know this in many sense you know uh, most of the companions were uh, converts themselves when they first came into islam so there was actually one time uh, one of the companions asma binti abubakar came into the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and asked uh, my mother is coming from makkah and wishes to see me even though she is a polytheist she's a non muslim essentially should i keep ties with her so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam replied yes keep ties with your mother Additionally, Allah also says about non-believing parents, uh, non-Muslim parents in particular. But if the parents both strive with you to make you join in worship with me, others that of which you have no knowledge, then obey them not. 
So uh, basically, the gist of this, uh, you know, uh, these two advices, uh, the practices, and also advice from the Quran is that you know uh, we don't have to ascribe to the faith of our uh, parents uh, if we know that their faith is not 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 based in Islam, not based in our Tawheed. But that does not distract from the fact that we have a duty to our parents, a duty of a, uh, a duty of birth. Our, our mothers carried us for nine months, and this is uh, one of the two, uh, you know, responsibilities that has been placed upon us to for our parents. So, uh, with regards to non-Muslim parents, you know, for commerce it's the same. You know, in whichever ways that we have interactions with them, we still have to keep our respect. I think at the end of the day, where whether you're Muslim or whether you're convert, or actually whether you're uh, someone from a different region, you actually know at the end of the day, what you intend to do in life is to make your parents smile and happy at the end of the day. Because you know how much suffering they have gone through uh, to bring us up, you know, from, from babies to children and then to teenagers and then subsequently young adults. They have been there for us for every part of our life. So I think it's only necessary and it's only fair for us to repay them the same when they tend to get older and all that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we have also covered the convert's perspective with non-Muslim parents. So what happens if uh, there are brothers and sisters out there who actually don't have any more parents? So with regards to this, um, there's also a narration in the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu that uh, the Prophet has indicated that if uh, our the you know in the case where the parents of the believer has passed on uh instead you direct your piety and your love towards those in which uh, who are close to your parents and who are you know whom your parents love so that means uh in in practicing for practicing sake um your aunts and uncles in which your parents siblings which they will definitely have love for so we direct our love towards uh not only uh, our aunts and uncles but also our, our senior members of our family so definitely this is a way to show our indirect love to our parents for so it was not for the love of the parents for them you, you, you as a Muslim wouldn't be showing the kind of love that you are for them right now so yeah you know uh, in, in Islam it's, it's never just a one way of uh, showing or one way of practicing uh, a certain idea uh, a certain you know, fundamentals of Islam but there's always ease in the you know discharge of, of our obligations and and you know, even if a convert uh, has has you know parents that are not in contact with them or do not want to be associated with them, there are other mem uh, members in his family that he can also direct his love to. Meanwhile, uh, while it takes the parents time to accept his his or her kind of uh, decision. Alhamdulillah, I think by now uh, ourselves, both Kevin and I, and our listeners have actually gained a deeper understanding about the status of our parents whether they are Muslims or whether they are non-Muslims, it's both the same. You know, both our parents deserve uh, our respect, our kindness and all that. So, uh, actually, Kevin, do you have actually uh, any last parting advices to those who are actually facing any problems of being filial to their parents? Uh, for both Muslims and converts especially, when it comes to learning how to be more filial and love your parents more from the Islamic perspective, uh, you, are, you must understand that it takes time not just for ourselves to learn how to be better uh, Muslims towards our parents but also for our parents to get used to it. So, you know, right off the bat, if we, you know, try and we fail to be 
uh, filial to our parents, you know, don't get discouraged and let it, it will take time. And uh, not just for ourselves, but also for them to understand where we are coming from. Because uh, just like how us uh, converts when we were not Muslims yet, we did not understand the kind of uh, respect and the uh, the station that parents occupied in Islam uh, when we are practicing it towards them they might find it initially slightly weird as well so give everybody time give yourself time and uh, it, it, you know in time to come inshallah you know uh, once we you know uh, show the essence of uh, why we are loving our parents uh, through our actions uh, and sometimes it can just even be unspoken you know uh, they will come through and inshallah we will all be able to uh, fulfill the obligation and the responsibility of serving our parents. Inshallah, I hope that uh, everyone actually can benefit from this series. That whatever we have talked about, everyone can maybe benefit from one or two hadiths or Quranic texts that we have actually quoted. So uh, we at Convert Central pray for everyone listening and hope that this may actually cause a change in your heart in how you treat your parents. So our new brothers and sisters in faith. We also pray that your parents' hearts will be filled with love and compassion. And one day, inshallah, they may actually join the folds of Islam through you. Inshallah, stay tuned to episode 2 of our series where we talk about brotherhood. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.